Coming up, she is building a Pentagon for Peace in the heart of Virginia. But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Hi, I'm Arbeth Dunn with Terry Angel, our co-partners on... 10 million for world peace on our Imagine Peace podcast. Today, we are delighted to have the Reverend Laura George, a Juris Doctor. She's the Executive Director of the Oracle Institute, an educational charity and spiritual think tank that studies the nexus between religion, politics, human rights, and conscious evolution. Oracle offers a wide variety of progressive and pluralistic programs, including a spirituality school, award-winning publishing house, and international peace practice. Laura is a member of the Evolutionary Leaders Circle, lead minister of Oracle Temple, and author of the award-winning Oracle Trilogy, The Truth, the Love, and the Light. Oracle is headquartered at the Peace Pentagon, a conference and retreat center in Independence, Virginia. Oracle Campus is also home to the Valley of Light community, co-founded by Laura and other cultural creatives. Laura, we are so thrilled that you are here with us today. Thank you. I am very happy to be with you. I love the work you're doing. It completely synthesizes with the work that we're doing at the Oracle Institute and at the Peace Pentagon. So I am overjoyed to be here today. Well, we're overjoyed that you're here. Quinn, you want to share with us some of the work you're doing for World Peace? I would love to, to help you all see the things that we're doing and to get the word out more and to get that 10 million threshold we're looking for, for 10 million for peace. So as you just said, we do have a variety of programs here, um, but everything we do is focused on conscious evolution. So we do fancy ourselves a think tank because we're watching religion worldwide we're watching politics watching the evolution of human rights and also conscious evolution um we are the only progressive group in this region of virginia even though virginia is a blue state we're sort of um holding the flag here and we're surrounded by states that are um not in sync with where evolution is, is trending. And we're gonna talk about that. So we have a publishing house and I just wanted to mention that you did as well. And the books have allowed us to reach some of our heroes um, like Desmond Tutu, Maya Angelou, uh, people who, actually some of these people are actually no longer with us. So Nobel Peace Prize winners, um, all sorts of folks who share our worldview. We also have the church. And our church is unique, and I want to mention it because we believe the Godhead is shifting. That's part of what we're all witnessing in the peace arena. Um, and it's it's morphing into this genderful, genderless space where most humans actually now view God not as a person floating in the sky in heaven, but as an energetic entity. 
So if you ask adults today, what do they think God is? They'll say unity consciousness. They'll often say peace. Um, the church is unique also because we are dedicated solely to this beautiful blending of masculine feminine energies, which are inherent principles in the cosmos. I've got some notes there to um, Hermeticism, which is a model that really brings this truth out. Um, we think we're on the verge of gender equality and female body, bodily autonomy, despite the recent setbacks, but that's that's very typical during its paradigm shift, that there's gonna be a serious, serious pull to go in the opposite direction. So these are just some of the things that we um, focus on at our church and we encourage everyone to practice, practice mindfulness, good thoughts, good words, good deeds, which will eventually lead us to peace on earth. And you're right, we have also started a community. So just a real quick shout out. Um, we are fashioning our community after Damanhur, the city of light in Italy, which in my view is the most advanced community on the planet. So if anyone listening out there is interested in living with like-minded souls and helping spread peace around the world, please uh, join us at the Valley of Light. So now we're gonna talk about the Pentagon specifically. And I, I love this tagline we use, do you know Virginia has two Pentagons? Uh, we want to get the word out. Uh, so we've got this war Pentagon on the Potomac River in Northern Virginia. And down here in Southern Virginia, we've got the Peace Pentagon, which is located along the new river, which was completely misnamed. It's actually the oldest river in America and the oldest river in the Western Hemisphere. And our Pentagon is very unique. I'm not going to go into all the details, but it is a German uh building methodology exceedingly green that exceeds the lead standard in america um, and we're very proud that we're building what we consider to be a spiritual uh, eco center the last thing i want to mention is for the barbara marx hubbard fans out there um, we also feel we're fulfilling her dream of building a peace room as sophisticated as a war room barbara visited here and um let me know that while she while she hadn't manifested this herself she was quite excited that we were doing so so just a quick real quick on the paradigms because everyone talks a paradigm shift and what we've studied and concluded the oracle institute is that when the godhead shifts that's when the paradigm shifts so there was this primordial paradigm pre-big bang when we were a thought in the mind of God. Um, but what we call the second paradigm was actually the first paradigm humans created. And universally, uh, our early ancestors believed that God was female. It made sense, logically, women give birth. And this paradigm lasted for at least 20,000 years, this era of the great mother. We then went into polytheism. We call this the third paradigm, starting with the Sumerian pantheon, then the Babylonian, the Egyptian, the Greek, the Roman, and Hinduism is the only religion that has survived this paradigm, and there are interesting reasons why, but we don't have time for that. And so here we are at the fourth paradigm, um, and humans came back to monotheism, most humans did, and the Abrahamic religions brought us into this era. Unfortunately, they didn't seem sophisticated enough to not personify God, so we have been in this era of God the Father for about 2,000 years. And this is what we are moving away from, uh, those of us who we might call new humans, future humans, 
So we are on the brink of this fifth paradigm. It's happening right now. And it is because the Godhead is shifting. That is what we have concluded. Just want to mention two paths that we think do bring both personal peace and enlightenment. And these two paths are chosen because this law of gender is inherently depicted in both of them. If you look at the hermetic, uh, holistic nested model on the left, you see law of gender is the very first law of the universe. And sadly, humans have not even learned this law yet. Um, similarly, if you look to the tree of life on the right, the Christian Kabbalah there is depicted with the extra sephiro. It's just right out there in front. There's a feminine pillar. There's a masculine pillar. And that triad at the top, in order to reach Keto, the God line, means you've got to travel these paths and balance your masculine and feminine. So some of the questions uh, that we wanted to ask you was, you know, we understand the work that you're doing for world peace. How does it impact the world? And if you don't understand the reality on the ground, you can't create peace. So spiral dynamics is the simplest way of understanding what's going on worldwide. What I was going to say is that the fastest growing meme on the planet is the pluralistic meme. That is the stage at which humans want, cherish, and will spread peace. Unfortunately, that's only about 20% of the planet at best. The good news is that's the fastest growing meme. The bad news is that we are in what we call a God gap, a great cusp. And what that means is that the spiral is collapsing in the first tier. So that's why we're seeing regression. That's why we're seeing Christian nationalism, for instance, in our nation, grabbing hold of about 30% of this country. So in order to spread peace, we need not be deluded about the reality on the ground. And at Oracle and at our peace room, which is evolving to be as sophisticated as a war room, we're mapping all of this, we're tracking all of this. And what we truly need, and I think it is right, is a global movement for peace. Oh yeah, beautiful. And I think that also that people jump on board, you know, when when uh, there's a, a, a momentum, there's an impetus for it. So do you think that world peace is possible in our lifetime? I do. I do think it's possible, um, mainly because of the demographics shifting and they're shifting quickly. Um, we're also interconnected now. So cultures which don't value peace as much as others, the younger people are now having access to that information. They're having access to other belief systems. They're having access to other religious beliefs as well. And that is really helping uh, grow the peace movement. But it's interesting to note the peace movement had its heyday around 1940s. It was after World War II. We are just getting back to where we were almost a hundred years ago in terms of growing peace. And that's another thing that we study at Oracle. Why did it, why did it taper? Was it because people thought the United Nations was going to take care of things? Like what happened to the peace movement? So what, what we're seeing is a resurgence. Absolutely. And I do believe it's possible in our lifetime. Me too. I'm, I'm excited about that. Why do you think meditating for peace is important? Uh, meditating is important for everything, um, for living a balanced life, for reaching your highest potential, for getting still and quiet enough to hear 
the tiny voice, which is your connection to God, to the universe, to all, to everything. Um, with regard to peace specifically, I just don't know how we get there without being mindful. And, you know, people have different meditative practices. Um, I like to meditate as you do. And I love these prayer vigils you're doing. For some people, like my mom, for instance, God is in the garden and she's doing her meditation while she's growing vegetables and weeding. Um, so yes, having a practice is so important. And these global peace prayers are exceedingly important. It's showing that more and more people are comprehending and wanting to manifest the peace we all desire. Oh, that's beautiful. I love and so beautifully expressed. So what's your favorite peace practice? I have an altar in the Pentagon. At my altar, there is um mm, there are a lot of precious items. There is a depiction of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Uh, from my research, I absolutely believe that she was his sacred consort. Um, and back to this notion of the balanced Godhead. So my practice involves uh, basically a Gnostic meditative path. I'm, I consider myself a Gnostic Christian. And for those in an Orthodox path, we say, fine, let's say you're Islamic, but go deeper, look into Sufism. Maybe you're Jewish, go deeper, study the Kabbalah. And for Christians, we say, go deeper and study Gnosticism. And that's where the true answers lie because all the mystics, we're speaking the same language, but the Orthodox paths tend to be dead end. You gotta go deeper. I love it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. So how how do people find you, Laura? There's such a beautiful bright light there in Virginia. So tell us how others can uh, connect in with you. Well, our we have two websites. One is peacepentagon.net. And that's mainly about the retreat center and our activist brand because we're, we're out in the world actively uh, the peace pentagon brand is our more sort of outward brand and then the oracle institute website is our more spiritual website and expresses our more spiritual side um, and there you'll find our classes our publishing house and the church beautiful thank you so much do you have any any final words you'd like to share with our audience mm, just that it's time for all hands on deck and there is a difference between being a light holder, a light worker, and a spiritual warrior. Know your archetype, play to your strengths, and help us fully enter the fifth spiritual paradigm, which is what we're all working so hard to do. Wow. Very powerful. Thank you so much, Laura. Mm -hmm.